What is going on, guys? Welcome to episode six of the Vitality Unleashed podcast. I am your host, Dylan, and this is my co-host, Lauren. And today, we are going to go over our highlight of the week per usual. And then after that, we're going to be discussing getting over FOMO, fear of missing out, as well as ignoring the haters. I feel these are two very intertwined topics, so we thought we would cover them together today. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people listening to this are going to relate to both of these topics. I think everybody really can relate at some point. So definitely excited to dig a little bit deeper into both of these topics. But first, Dylan, let's hop into just kind of overview of our past week. As you guys know, our weeks don't typically look very different from each other, but we typically try to do, you know, something different on the weekend. So Dylan, what was your highlight of the week? My highlight of the week is that my little sister who's still in high school came to visit us this week and it was nice to catching up with her, seeing her. It's been a while from that. So that was definitely the highlight of my week. How about yes, you? That was super fun. And I mean, all around the highlight was we did we just did a lot this past weekend. Friday night, we went to a nice dinner, and then Saturday, we were kind of out and about a lot. We went to a little Halloween, I don't even know what you would call it, block party, I guess, but it was kind of dead when we got there early, and then we went to go get some Mexican food, which was delicious. We actually found this place that's right by where we live, and if you've been to the area, Fort Lauderdale, you know that everything is very much overpriced so normally if you were going to a mexican place i'd say the average meal is like 25 bucks but we went to this place and it was like it felt like we were back in texas meals were like 10 bucks and it was nice margaritas were a normal like six bucks compared to most places here they're like 1920 which is insane but it was nice just seeing some good prices having some good food and yeah just enjoying time all around oh and then we actually walked into the city which is a pretty good walk. It's like, it's over, it's it's like a 30 minute walk just to get there. But we walked there, got some frozen yogurt. So, so that good. was delicious, of course. Yeah. But my appetite's just been struggling. So I haven't been able to enjoy food as much as I would like to enjoy it. But it is what it is. Oh, and, and. I was going to say, you have another thing that's been going on this week. Yeah, and I've been in a deload this entire week. So Today is Thursday. I actually started my deload last Thursday, so it's been a full week without the gym now. Um, I will be going back tomorrow, and I don't know. I honestly don't feel any better, so I don't really know what's going on. Definitely just energy's been low lately. Digestion's been poor. Performance, just everything's been a little bit worse than usual lately, so We're definitely going to go get some labs done soon, try to get to the bottom of it. But I assume there's probably just something off hormonally right now. That's my hope and my guess. Yeah. And on top of that, of course, when it comes to this lack of performance, not feeling your best, it can impact your mental health as well. And that's definitely something we've neglected addressing. So what we have implemented is journaling daily, as well as making sure to make sure we are definitely listening to our daily affirmations every single day. We need to commit to this to make sure our mental health stays good. We stay sane. If you want to make a change, improve your mental health, you have to take action and do something about it or it will not improve. Yeah, 
being, you know, we are coaches for a lot, a lot of people. We are guiding a lot of other people, trying to help them constantly pouring all of our energy into these individuals. And I feel like sometimes we kind of put ourselves on the back burner because, yes, these people are our priority. They're paying us to get them to a certain place and their mental health is a big part of this as well. So yes, we are always pouring our all into our clients and it can kind of just be easy to put yourself in the back burner, not focus on yourself because you're so busy doing all this stuff, but Mm -hmm. it does always pile up and you're going to explode at some point. And honestly, a lot of people like keeping themselves busy. So then they can't, they don't address the mental health issues. They don't want to have that time themselves. Don't want to have that time in thought because it upsets them, makes them uncomfortable. So they don't do it. That is super, super common, guys, with the people who are just workaholics. It's not just for the money or the success. It's also so they can avoid any other problem. Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely very easy to fall in that cycle. So we're trying to really take some action, prioritize our own mental health, prioritize our own physical health, because I definitely have undergone a lot of health issues. And if I don't really take care of them, they're just going to get a lot worse. So honestly, I've kind of been in a crossroads lately when it comes to bodybuilding. I love bodybuilding. I love the sport. I love participating in it. But what I don't love is one off season. I don't like off season. I don't like pushing food super high. I don't like feeling fucking fat. I don't like feeling lethargic all the time. My body does not like and taking this much food. My digestion gets very bad. Performance gets a lot worse when I have more food, which is not ideal. And I hate off season. <laughs> I hate, I, I know it's super normal, but I've been in off season for a long time now. And I think it's very normal to just lose a lot of motivation because yeah, you're not seeing results week to week. Sometimes you're not even seeing results month to month in off season. Oh, yeah. Especially we were just talking yesterday about how it's been a while since we've even been working on a gym with good lighting or anything like that. So to us, we're like, damn, like you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, I look like shit. Like I, I don't look like I've grown at all, but really it's, I just, I know it's because we just have not been able to see our physiques in any sort of good lighting, favorable lighting at all for months on end. So then it just fuels the body dysmorphia even more. I just try to remind myself that and be like, I know I'm checking my boxes. I know I'm eating my food. I know I'm training fucking hard. Like I know I'm making the progress I need to. It's just, I can't see it until I get a good gym with some good lighting. Yeah. When we were back in Texas, the gym that we were training at one has amazing lighting like we looked fucking sick and we were shredded for a lot of the time because we were prepping so obviously you know moving we also don't have any good lighting at all in our apartment like at all so it's tough definitely just feeling small all the time feeling fucking just not not because you're putting in so much work every single day, you know, macros for a year straight, training so fucking hard, checking off every single box every single day. And yeah, it can get frustrating not seeing super fast progress, but especially once you have been training for a long time, like Dylan and I, you're just not going to see much progress very often. And yeah, I, I love prep. I love, you know, shredding down, seeing all these crazy changes. I love the actual competing aspect but I definitely do not love super long off seasons and going back and forth between these cycles. It just messes with my health a lot. And some people, 
their bodies just can't always keep up. And unfortunately, I do undergo a lot of health issues every single time that I do prep and come out of it, mental health issues as well. So sometimes you just got to take a step back. I'm not saying that I'm taking a step back from bodybuilding right now. I haven't made any decisions yet, but definitely in the future, I look forward to just eating when I'm hungry, stopping when I'm full and just, you know, maintaining a body that I look and feel good in because I just hate purposely having to eat a shit ton of food. And when I say shit ton, I mean like 3,300 calories a day. It's disgusting and I feel fucking fat. So that's how I feel. Yeah, it's <laughs> not great. And then when you're eating all that food and you don't feel like you're making the progress you want to, it can be very, very frustrating. But I hope us getting our blood work done adds some reassurance that either reassurance that we're looking healthy, that means our body's functioning properly, or some validation that things do need to change. We need to make some fixes because of it. And then we can implement those fixes and know that we will be making the progress we want to then. Either way, I believe it'll be great 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 for us to get that done and we will definitely go over that blood work on the pod absolutely that'd be a fun thing to do uh once we get that done and get the results yeah we actually might go later today if we have time but today's a super busy day so we'll see but definitely this weekend at the latest yeah we're super lucky where we have this place called life extension it's the only physical location but you can look it up online and they can actually send you like labs to order lab orders but we can go right into Life Extension and they have a time when they'll do labs for you. Just walk in appointment. You can go get your labs, go get your hormones checked, whatever you need to. It's fucking lit and it's literally like a 10 minute walk. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I don't like getting my blood drawn, but you know, gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes gotta fight, fight it and get it done. But um, well, I guess that's that's our recap. That's how things are going right now. You know, everyone has bad weeks. Everyone has good weeks. This unfortunately hasn't been a great week for me mentally or physically, but hopefully it'll get better soon. Hopefully I'll feel better getting back in the gym. Ooh. Training training split. Uh, Lauren and I are changing our training split as well to try and help with that because Lauren's just, I feel like I don't need to be training five days. Like I feel like I'm just kind of like, have a buffer day in there so we're going to be training four days i know lauren is fucking exhausted training five days so we are also training our split changing our split to four days a week because we just trained so hard that's really all we need and then we will have a fifth day but the fifth day is just going to be rehab so for lauren like her traps or shoulders get tight a lot we're going to make sure we make sure all that gets worked for me knees elbows i'm going to make sure i rehab that a lot and that's going to be another focus for just our fifth day just a health recovery day yep absolutely i think that'll be super good because definitely i've just been getting to my fifth training day of the week and it's just been kind of trash volume i'm just getting in there getting it done it's it's not productive in any way it's probably actually been counterproductive so i'm like let's just let's just take it out let's I feel like if I just have those four days, I'll be able to mentally just push myself a lot harder knowing that I don't need to try to preserve any energy for that fifth day. Exactly, exactly. All right, guys, so that is our recap from this week. I know it was pretty long, but we had a lot of shit to talk about this time. So now getting into our first topic, getting over FOMO, the fear of missing out. What is the fear of missing out, you may ask? 
The fear of missing out is when you get anxiety over seeing other people doing things that you're not a part of, whether that's on social media or maybe you're dieting and you go out with your friends and they start taking shots and you're like, oh, I just got to take a shot with them. And that's because anxiety is typically related to fear and your fear subconsciously is most likely that you think, oh, if I don't do this, they're not going to like me. There'll be a more negative view on me, something like that. Even if you think you don't care what people think when it's your friends family people close to you that can definitely come into play that sort of anxiety fear of missing out yeah a lot of people you know struggle with this not only you know 16 year old girls but also you know people in their 40s people in their 50s some people just never really grow out of it so my dad my dad (laughs) literally we call him fomar his name's omar we call him fomar because he just has to participate in anything anyone's doing Yeah, so Dylan, do you feel like you ever get FOMO? Do you ever get anxiety that you're missing out on things? I'm the least, like, (laughs) I I do not get any FOMO or any of that because I've always been so different from everyone and what I did. Like, I was watching High School Musical was my favorite movie growing up all the way throughout high school, all this. Like, I was always different. I liked doing different things. I was tracking my food, bodybuilding since I was 14. So for me, it's always been really easy to not do that have i fallen into a cycle of partying and shit like that yeah but that was more related to depression than it was fear of missing out i never really cared about fitting in yeah i feel that for sure i mean i had you know my party phase from age like way too young 12 (laughs) no like probably like 15 to 17 and honestly didn't last that long by the time i got mid 17 to 18 that's when i really started COVID. bodybuilding yeah no was it Close. i don't remember yeah but i mean covid yeah is when my fitness journey became very serious but yeah i'd say that's pretty much like kind of when the party scene stopped for me when i realized hey this isn't for me anymore this isn't serving me it just makes me feel like trash there's no reason that i want to do this what i enjoy is you know fueling my body and lifting and you know liking how I look and yes at first that did turn into another I don't know I don't know if I'd say addiction but I definitely was not doing fitness the right way at first I was just obsessed with burning as many calories as possible eating as little calories as possible trying to lose as much weight as possible trying to get as shredded as possible constantly and that's probably where a lot of my health issues kind of started and I just was pushing my body very, very, very hard for a very long period of time. So that's that. But with fear of missing out, definitely not anymore because I've been in the you know place of these people who are constantly just having to party, having to drink to feel confident in their skin, having to drink to be able to talk to people, having to drink to be able to have fun. I've been there. And yes, while it is fun in the moment, there's always a deeper issue there. There's always a reason why you are constantly drinking. And it is typically because you are trying to run away from something. You are trying not to put your energy into thinking about something that is causing you to be stressed out or causing you to, you know, deviate. But yeah, all around, no, I don't... I don't struggle with FOMO anymore, but of course, when I was like a younger teenage girl, like, of course I did. Oh yeah, teenage girls, queens of FOMO for sure, guys. But how can we get over FOMO? 
first things first, if the issue is social media, if you're seeing all these people going out and you're like, oh, I'm going to the gym, but all these people are having such a good time at the bar on Friday night, then you just need to, I'm not saying if unfollow them if they're going to get mad at you or something like that, but mute their profile, mm-hmm. something, take it somehow, make sure you're not seeing that social media content anymore. For me, it is just unfollowing anything like that. I don't even want to see it. Like, honestly, like now to me, it's just like grosses me out. So I just don't like it at all. But back then, like still, I would just be like, okay, I don't want to see this unfollow, unfollow or mute, mute, mute. That's my number one suggestion. It is so easy. Social media, you should not be getting FOMO on social media. Just take some action and just be like, okay, don't want to see this content anymore. Bye. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I unfollow, you know, things like that, but I don't have any friends that are still, you know, out partying every day or anything, but I, if there is someone, anything on social media that brings me any type of bad energy or makes me feel any type of way that I don't want to feel, you know, a lot of people are just constantly feeling the need to put others down and I don't get it for any reason. I don't know the point of it. So if there's someone who I don't want to unfollow, then I just mute them and I definitely have a lot of people muted just because I don't like people bringing any other people down for any reason on their story like fucking little kids like if you have a problem with someone please just reach out to them don't be secondhand trying to post about them it's fucking weird i don't want to be a part of it i don't want to see it so that's the main people that i mute but yes of course if there's anything that if you're missing out you know i don't know people having i don't know i don't feel like there's anyone that i'm muting because i see them out partying because i genuinely don't have any interest yeah but we're just addressing for people who may but for us yeah now at this point it really is once you get a month two months three months out of that scene out of that party scene eventually you just won't miss it anymore so that cutting off the social media that's just what you need to do initially and eventually you'll be able to unmute those people if you want to see their content and it will not bother you anymore unless you're an alcoholic or something like that if you're drinking like four five six seven times a week then you may need to have them blocked longer because then you have like an actual like you really have a problem yeah definitely and all around it's just about taking your fucking life back and figuring out what you actually do enjoy to do because why are you having fear of missing out of something that you don't want to participate in why like you need to find the things that you actually do enjoy doing because guess what you can still have fun without getting wasted yeah and shocking is it that you just don't have like you don't have any friends that aren't doing that is that the problem well then go find new friends introduce yourself to some people at the gym anything just figure it out you need to cut that shit out of your life if you want to improve on your fitness journey if you want to become successful in whatever it is you cannot be giving into peer pressure all the time because i promise you that's going to leak into your job as well you're going to have your superiors pressure you to do assignments you're gonna have people manipulate you in your job and trick you into doing more work than you should or trick you into thinking oh you do this well maybe i'll get that promotion but really you're just being manipulated you're just being peer pressured into everything but you're like oh if i don't do this maybe i'll never get the promotion and really you're never gonna get it because they're just taking advantage of you exactly 100 percent. but yeah alcohol really guys like it's it's not cool it's it's just not cool anymore i don't i don't see what is 
you know, I literally this past weekend, I had one margarita at a Mexican restaurant. Sometimes I'll have like one a week if I'm feeling it. And I just felt like dog shit the next day. Like I just realized like, damn, this shit fucks you up so much. Like my digestion's been terrible since then. Like I have so much anxiety and it's not like I even got drunk or anything. It's just these small, small doses of, you know, this literal poison that is going to destroy your physical and your mental health. And especially if you're on a fitness journey, you are not going to make any progress if you're getting wasted every weekend. Yeah, guys. And FOMO isn't just getting wasted. It's also just going out and binge eating, eating like shit in general. People are like, oh, we're ordering pizza. Do you want some? Or your friends. I know for me, this was a big thing for me in high school. I didn't get the fear of missing out, but I know that a lot of people did. And that's my friends would invite me out to eat like every single night. They'd be like, hey, you want to go out to eat? You want to go get, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. You want to go get Skyline? You want to go get Frishes? You want to go get Chick-fil-A or whatever it is? They would always try to get me to go out to eat and I was already on my fitness journey and I was good about saying no, but absolutely, if you haven't developed that sense yet of being able to say no, it can be really fucking hard when it comes to that food, but you really do just have to remind yourself of your why. Why are you not wanting to go out? Obviously, it's most likely because you are on a fitness or health journey or some sort of self-development journey of some sort, you need to remind yourself that and like, because if I don't drink, this is going to make me better in this aspect. And if I can, if I can get healthier, if I can improve, if I can lose that extra body fat, get to a healthy body fat range, now I'm going to be able to walk out the stairs, walk up the stairs without getting out of breath. I'm going to be able to walk down the street without my lower back hurting. I'm going to be able to live past 55. I'm not going to get diabetes. I was pre-diabetic. Anything like that, guys, that's what you have to remember. You have to remember your why and why you're going after that why. What is it going to result into and then you're like okay well if i keep going out with my friends then i'm gonna get diabetic then my back's gonna keep hurting then i'm gonna keep getting out of breath going up the stairs i'm not gonna be able to play with my kids that's what you have to remember you have to remind yourself of that shit you have to get deep with it and then all of a sudden you're gonna be like well yeah fuck that no don't need to go do that yeah 100 percent. it really is just about having a little bit more respect for yourself being respectful for how it's gonna make you feel you guys Next Sunday morning, after you go out and fucking drink, I want you to open the notes app on your phone and write down how you feel. It's not going to be good. You're going to feel like fucking shit. And go refer to that back next time you're thinking about getting wasted. Be like, do I want to ruin my entire day tomorrow just to have an hour of fun? Probably more than a day. It causes so much anxiety, so many mental health issues. So it really is just about, you know, having a little bit more respect to yourself, thinking about you know, yourself in the future, not just yourself in the moment. And that is something that's very hard to do, not just thinking about, you know, instant gratification, but also, you know, taking into account how it's going to make you feel tomorrow, how it's going to serve you in the future. Is this actually making me better in any way? If it's not, then you just got to kind of stop fucking doing it. Exactly, guys. And if you lack the self-control to not drink, not binge eat, then you just need to stop putting yourself in those bad situations. I get it. They're your friends. But you if you can't say no to the alcohol while they're taking shots, then you just need to not go to the event at all. That is the number one thing we need to get across. You do not need to go out. You do not need to go out. That is a huge thing we need to get across. Yeah, absolutely. But 
I think one of the biggest ways that you can kind of not experience as much FOMO is to stop over restricting yourself and realize that some of these these things are okay in moderation. You know, mm-hmm. having a margarita dinner once, twice a week, it's completely okay. It's not going to, you know, completely derail you unless you're super, super Guys, sensitive to it like I am. I would recommend sugar-free margarita. Yeah, skinny marg. Yeah, be responsible. Yeah, exactly. Don't get these super, oh my God, some of these margaritas and these big sugary drinks will be an extra 1,000 calories. It is just completely unnecessary. It's not like it's going to fill you up in any way, shape, or form. It's probably just going to cause you to binge eat. Before you know it, 5,000 calories are going to be in your tummy. But yeah, being smart about your drink choices and just not over-restricting yourself. That's not only for alcohol. Mm -hmm. That's for food. You know, it's completely okay to enjoy these fun things, whatever you want to call it, in moderation. It's just about learning self-control. And some people don't have self-control. So that's when they do need to completely cut it out. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And that's why we give our clients a cheat meal a week. And that's, I tell them, I'm like, hey, you can have, you know, if you want to have one or two drinks, a burger and fries for your cheat meal, cool. But don't have 10 drinks. Don't have four burgers and fries. It's all about moderation, and that's about respecting yourself, respecting your body, and respecting your fucking goals, guys. Yeah, I I actually just had a phone call with one of my clients yesterday, and I really related to what she was saying because, you know, of course, she's a college student. She, you know, of course, she's going to want to go out sometimes, and I allow that. Of course, I'm like, yeah, once a week, you know, go out, have some fun, whatever, but we have rules set in place that I want her to follow so things don't go too crazy, and The number one thing that she struggles with is getting back on track. Once you get off track, it's super easy to just let that throw you off and you feel super guilty about it that you let that one night turn into days and for her this turned into a full week just because of that one night and I honestly really relate to that. Like once I get off track, I want more almost. It's like if I can just stay on it 100% of the time like I'm so much mentally and physically better even if it's just like our weekends like we go off routine sometimes and a lot of the time that just makes me feel a lot worse and it makes it a lot harder to get back on your routine but it's almost like junk food as well like sometimes you don't even want it you're not even hungry but once you take that first bite you're like oh I want more 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 yeah guys and that's why a great strategy I like to implement is to time block your time day to day week to week make sure everything is scheduled because if you have these social events social meals scheduled into your calendar maybe it's a consistent i would recommend a consistent day like i'll just say every saturday evening is when you go out with your friends you have that scheduled in there and then you have you scheduled to get right back on track right on routine it can help a lot time blocking your schedule because if you don't have a schedule and then your friends text you to go out it's thursday night they're like hey dylan you do you want to go out i'm gonna be like well i don't have my calendar i don't have anything specific going on yeah sure set that strict schedule for yourself keep yourself busy and then just allow that day a week where you can go out and have some fun in moderation yeah wake up at the same fucking time every day wake up at 5 6 a.m then you know are you gonna want to go out on that Mm -hmm. saturday night if you're you know you're gonna be waking up at 6 a.m no you're not and if you do go out guess what 
you're not going to be on your schedule. You're not going to be waking up at 6 a.m. You're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And if you are consistently waking up at 6 a.m. and then you do go out that Saturday night, I promise you, you're going to be more likely to stick to that moderation because you're like, fuck, I have to wake up at 6 a.m. Exactly. I'm only having one or two drinks, guys, and I need to go. I need to leave. Go to bed. You have your fun for an hour, two hours, whatever it is, and then you go to sleep, still get your six to eight hours of sleep, and you're golden. Yeah, and all around, it's just about does what you're doing serve you? Everything in life that you're doing should be providing you with some sort of value, and most things do, except for alcohol. Alcohol does not provide you with any fucking value, and I hate when people are like, oh, this is, I'm celebrating what the fuck are you celebrating you're celebrating by destroying your body by i hate alcohol being used for celebration i we've covered this before where it's like oh someone gets a promotion at work so then they take a two weeks vacation you earned the promotion by working hard just like in your diet you earned this celebratory meal by dieting down being consistent on your diet and now all of a sudden you're going to set yourself back two weeks because you decide to fucking binge eat guys celebrating should not be oh i took these two steps forward now i'm going to take a step back self-sabotage yeah it's you sabotaging yourself seriously stop taking two steps forward then a step back keep moving forward exactly yes it a celebration should be something that is going to provide you with value that is going to actually make you a little bit better not something that's going to bring you five step back five steps back let's just you know take into account how it's serving you what it's doing for you and really try to think from that perspective absolutely absolutely now guys we're going to get into ignoring the haters because this is so closely related to fomo because a lot of your fear oh it's very common when it comes to fomo is that you are fearing that people are going to hate on you people aren't going to like you anymore so a great way to help get over that fomo is ignoring the haters if you don't care about the haters if you know how to ignore them then it's going to be a lot easier to stay on track and avoid falling into those spirals yeah haters aren't just these people on social media that are commenting negative things on your post haters come in all forms and sometimes who you think might be your closest friend might be your family they might actually be your haters so it's kind of you know important to take a step back evaluate hmm do does this person would they be happy if i became a billionaire tomorrow and didn't give them any would they be happy for me or would they be mad that i am surpassing them yeah a client that recently actually joined our team i i was on her consultation call we were talking and she said she stopped drinking she started taking more control of her health and she was like yeah half of my friends already like don't talk to me because all they ever wanted to do was go out and drink and then as soon as she stopped they weren't actually her friends yes they need validation if if you are trying to take care of your health you're trying to better yourself these people that are not trying to do that are not going to want to hang out with you anymore because they need that validation that what they're doing is cool what they're doing is normal okay that it's the good thing to do it's fun whatever but when they see someone that's actually trying to take care of their health they're not going to want to be around you because they're going to feel bad about themselves yeah like lauren and i do not mind being around people who are drinking any of that but i promise you people who are drinking do mind 
people who aren't. Oh my God, it's crazy. It's so funny. Yeah, you always need the validation. Like these people who drink, including fitness influencers, including fitness influencers who are bodybuilders who need a lot of social events. Uh, they they like to go out and drink and they're only going to hang out with other fitness influencers who like to go out and drink and then they're going to hate on the people who aren't the people who are like, okay, no, that doesn't serve my goals. That's not helping my progress in any way. Oh, you're not having any balance. You're, you're taking this too seriously. Like, shut the fuck I up. I take my health and longevity seriously. Yeah, I do. Like, that's the thing I love. And yeah, I love... Bodybuilding is my number one love, my number one passion. So why would I sacrifice anything for that? Like, I don't give a fuck about having a beer. Like, I can still have fun without it. If you can't have fun without drinking, you need to go see a therapist or something. Go get a mental health journal, something to work on yourself because that's not okay. Yeah, one of our close uh, fitness friends, um, Ava, not going to say who she was with, but a long time ago, shout out Ava if you're listening to this. She was on a trip with some other fitness influencers who she thought were her close friends. And at this time, Ava was just in a serious cut. So she was taking her fitness very seriously. She was tracking her macros. She was tracking her food. And these other people were actually literally bullying her. They were making fun of her. They were saying she has an eating disorder. They were shaming her because she tracked her food when she went out to a restaurant and that just makes me so mad because one, why the fuck do you care? Why do you care what anyone else is doing? And two, why is it okay to shame someone for wanting to take something seriously? Yeah, like, okay, so you can shame Ava for tracking her food and making sure that she's eating what she needs to be eating to accomplish her goals. But God forbid someone gets shamed for eating a cheeseburger and fries that's from fucking McDonald's disgusting. Or God forbid someone judges you for going out and getting wasted. But you can judge someone for tracking their food. Like, what double standard is this? One of them are helping you accomplish something productive. One of them doing nothing positive. Yeah, it should be fucking respected. Like, I respect this person that's taking their goals so seriously like there's no other reason that you would hate for hate on someone that's taking their goals seriously unless you are envious or jealous in some way. There's just no other reason that it makes sense. Yeah. Lauren hit the nail on the head when she said respect. Your real friends respect you. Your real friends will respect your decisions. If your friends question all of your decisions or your family questions all of your decisions they do not respect you and that is a huge problem that you need to address and if they and if you're like hey like you're disrespecting me like i do not feel like and you let them know that and then they still continue to do it cut them out like that is oh yeah 100 that's why i when i started bodybuilding i definitely lost a lot of friends but i will say i you know in high school how it is you have the big group of friends it's like more so acquaintances but you have your closer you know small circle and i had my small circle we were together since like kindergarten my small circle of friends they were always super respectful they were super supportive they even came to my bodybuilding shows and i truly appreciate it more than they could ever know but they were super always respectful they never said anything about me bringing my food places never were trying to shame me or trying to get me to go off track in any way and Honestly, that's pretty rare to find. Yeah, guys, those are your true friends. And those are the people you need to hold on to 
The people who are shaming you or making you feel bad or talking behind your back are the people who you need to cut out. And guys, the kinds of haters you can have, family, oh, we just want the best for you. We don't think this is very healthy. They don't know what they're talking about and they just want you to follow in their footsteps. So you just need to ask yourself, you're like, hey, do I want to be exactly like my mom or dad? If the answer is no, then don't fucking listen to them. Yeah, and this is us talking about people in real life. If people are willing to do something in real life, they're going to do it 10 times worse on social media. You know, you're just hiding behind a screen. Haters are definitely a lot worse on social media. You're going to get a lot more shit. That's just how it is. People, of course, they're more confident when they're hiding behind a screen. And guess who these people that are commenting these hate comments are? People with no profile picture, people with nothing on their page, probably just a fucking burner account because they are trying to hide They don't want you to actually know who they are and they are just fucking losers. Yeah. And on top of that, that a lot of them, that's their real profile. And the reason they're hating is because they can't do like what Lauren and I do, where we put our faces on camera every single fucking day where we express our opinion. We live a healthy lifestyle. We lead by example. And these people can't do that. So they become resentful because of that. Have you had any memorable experiences with haters or any common hate that you get? I mean, of course, I've gotten a ton of hate. Um, Honestly, something that I've just gotten a lot of hate for in the past is the same thing, you know, having no balance, you know, taking it too seriously, not enjoying life. And that's just so fucking weird. That never really got to me because it just doesn't make any sense to me. And it's just weird that someone goes out of their way. They're like, oh, you need to you need to eat a burger. I'm like, what? It's just fucking weird. Yeah, for me, haters, I mean, it's, I had haters growing up always because I grew up in a very, very, very poor town, like 80% below the poverty line. And my family wasn't rich, but we weren't poor. We were like upper middle class. And yeah, like a lot of the poor kids, just because of that alone, like, even though like I was such a good friend to them and like so nice, like kids would be envious and hate and just talk shit about me for no reason at all and then all they would do is bring up all i had a nicer car than them or something like that and it always stemmed back to something like that it's just that you have something that they don't whether that's a characteristic or a physical item there's a reason they're hating on you and it's just envy and resentment yes and going back at them with more negativity you are just stooping down to their level and that's definitely something i used to struggle with trying to go back and make them feel bad about their self as well but you just have to ignore it. You literally just have to ignore it. If you let them get you super angry, then they are winning. Oh, yeah. I can be a total dick. So it's sometimes it's hard for me to not shit talk back, but I try really hard. I've done a lot better job. Yeah, I promise it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be a waste yeah. of everyone's time. It's going to get you heated for no reason. You exactly. just have to ignore it. It just stresses me out so much. If I start responding, then I keep checking to see if yeah. they mess me up. And I'm like, oh my God. Then you're God. like, why are you fucking like yeah. letting this loser stress you out and take up your time? Like, yeah, definitely been there. Greatest decision you could ever make is block and move on. Block and move on. Literally. I, it's hard. It is very hard. I know. But you need to do it. You need to. It's so worth it. Once you do it a couple of times, you'll be like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, definitely need to keep doing this. Yeah. And it's kind of just about taking some perspective. Sometimes you don't know what they're going through. Maybe their mom just died today. Maybe they're going through a really rough time in their life. Maybe 
anything bad could have happened to them. They're really, you know, financially struggling and they hate seeing this person online that's doing well financially, whatever it is, they could just be going through a very tough time. And we all go through tough times where let's be honest, all we want to do is spread fucking hate. All we want to do is be negative. Everyone goes through those times and you just don't know what other people are going through. So it's important to just block and move on. Yeah. And a lot of these people, they, they're just like, they're going to hate on you because they're like, oh, like, let's just a common one for me. I had a post where I was like, hey, it doesn't matter where you come from. Like, you can get healthy. You can find success. You just have to figure out how to do it. You got to want it. You got to stop making excuses, which I genuinely believe 110%. Now, of course, it's a way harder than some people, of course. But in the United States, I genuinely believe anyone can get out. Anyone can find success in something, some way somehow and people were like oh you like you don't know my situation like i just told you guys i come from a town where 80 percent below the poverty line majority of the places people live i would pick kids up for football practice and i was going to trailer parks that's where i was going like these people who their parents were high on heroin at six in the morning when i'm picking up for football like i know i come from a situation like that and I just don't let it stop me. I have friends who come from, who are poorer than me from that town who didn't let it stop them. And that's why I was friends with them. I helped encourage them because yeah, a lot of people in towns like that are just going to hate on you. They're like, oh, you're not going to get out. Like you're not going to do anything like that. You want to stay here forever. You want to live here forever. That's what I did. I'm great. Look at me. And I'm like, but then they hate on you whenever you even find more success than they do. Yeah, exactly. So yes, you never know what other people are going through. So just spread kindness wherever you can. Don't don't respond back with negativity and just assess, look at them, be like, hey, is this person worth taking this negative criticism from? Hey, if it was someone that I really looked up to, that I really respected, that was hating on me, that would be a different story. It would definitely get to me. But guess what? No one that I look up to and respect is just going around commenting fucking hate comments on people's posts. Yeah, if I see, yeah, I don't respect anyone who's posting on their story talking shit about people, especially if you're not actually tagging them or calling them out. So if you're just funny. inferring it, I'm like, you're a fucking loser. And I see like 35 year old men doing this shit. It's crazy. It is crazy. Just children. And then. God, I just lost my train of thought. God, <laughs> it's so, I'm so funny. Pissed. I'm so pissed. <laughs> yeah, guys. And you just also need to just look at your success. Look at what you're doing. Look, you can see if you're on your path to getting close to your goals, to accomplishing your goals, or you've already accomplished some of your goals and you're going to that next level. And you just got to ask yourself, like, is this like worth, are these people worth anything to me? Are these people providing any value to my life? If they don't have something that you want to have, there's no reason that you should be taking any sort of advice from them, whether it's positive, whether it's negative. If you wouldn't take advice from them, you also shouldn't take hate from them. That is the number one thing. Absolutely, guys. You should ask yourself, hey, would I switch spots with this person? Do I want to be like this person? Do I think this person's accomplished things I would like to accomplish? If the answer is no, then don't listen to them because obviously they did not go through the same path you did. They don't have the same struggles. They don't know what they're talking about when it comes to your journey. Yeah, and definitely a huge common issue is when it's your family because yes, it can be a lot harder to cut off your family and some people say you can't. First off, you can. You can do whatever you want. If that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. But 
yes, it is a lot harder if you ever have to do that. So it really is just being mature and having a conversation about it. And then if they still don't respect it, bye. Yeah, I genuinely believe family is not blood. Like I just, I don't operate on that. I'm not close to like half of my family. I just, I want to be close to people who are good people and have good values that I can respect and people who respect me and my choices. If they don't, they're not my family. That's why I consider Lauren is my family. Even Lauren's family is more family than most of my family is to me. My best friend Trevor is like my fucking brother. Like I would die for him. He's not my blood relative. That blood means nothing to me. I wouldn't die for a bunch of my family. Like are you fucking kidding? Like these people don't even respect me. Yeah, so first step is really just actually having that conversation because if you're not, then you can't expect them to just read your mind. So you have to explain, hey, this is how I feel. This is how you're making me feel. This is the path that I'm going on. And I would really respect if you could respect me back. And, you know, I would appreciate some help as well, you know, some encouragement sometimes but if they cannot provide you with at least respect of what you're doing then it's probably time to cut ties yeah guys you just hey i get it your parents want the best for you they're like oh we don't know if you can find success in this show them the game plan don't just explain to them why your why and why you want to do this show them your plan if you can help them actually see the path see what you're working towards it can make it a lot more likely that they're going to accept you for what you want to do yeah exactly and if they can't accept you and they can't understand what you're doing show them prove them wrong guys that's what we did prove everyone wrong that is the biggest thing that is the motivator fucking michael jordan tom brady they would make up haters in their head they would make up all or they look for news articles and they just look for someone on the opposing team who talked shit and that's what fuels them they're just like i'm gonna prove them wrong i'm gonna fucking go after them i'm gonna destroy everything that they said about me i'm gonna prove them wrong that is a huge huge motivator and it feels so fucking good when you do it yeah, I promise. Both of our families, no matter who's supportive now, I promise not everyone was supported up, supportive at the start of us starting a business. They're like, oh, cute little business. Yeah, are they like, yeah, they think it's like a joke. They're like, oh, how long did this last? When are you getting a real job? Uh, like always. Yeah, and now we're making more money than most of them. So, yeah, <laughs> prove them wrong. All right, guys, that was this episode so to summarize getting over fomo guys remind yourself of your goals does this serve you is what you're doing is what you're doing serve you and if it's not serving you then don't fucking do it that is a huge thing with fomo and i know it can be hard block the people on social media or mute them if that is an issue and don't put yourself in situations where you know you're going to succumb to the temptation absolutely so if you guys ever have any following questions feel free to dm us on instagram or if it's just a request of what you want us to talk about we are always open to that so my instagram is hickey.fit with two t's my instagram is body by dylan dylan is spelled d-i-l-a-n so yes if you could also please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode because that will really help us grow really help us reach more people yeah guys because we're not stopping posting anytime soon so let's 
get as many people our value as possible. That's all I got for today. Peace. All right, peace.